Crown Refs post-game sessions. This is the third one so far. This concludes the work that I did with Joe Flick and John Kelly. Also, we had the pregame out, so I hope you heard that as well. Um, we had a pretty in-depth post-game discussion, talked about giving a technical foul to a coach and why. Also spoke about what the coach had said to me after the technical foul um, and how you would have handled that. He had some choice words for me. Uh, wasn't very nice, but hey, as long as we have thick skin when we're inside the arena, then these words just bounce off us. Um, we also had a dead ball contact technical foul, so we spoke about how we handled that. I um, thought there's some pretty good gems on here, so I hope you guys enjoy, and please hit me if you have any feedback. Have a great day. Just to clarify a rule difference between high school and college, yes, we just yeah that. we just had a team A calls a timeout just for subs. 30-second timeout just for subs. Yeah. So we're going to report the timeout and let um, team B know you can sub, but then we have to resume Correct. the game because oh, team A wants to resume. Correct. In college, they have to resume, right? In high school, that team B would be entitled to the full duration of the timeout. Yeah. All right. And I'm glad you brought that up because as it was happening, that's what went through my head. I said, oh, that's a high school-college difference right there. You know, the proper mechanic is to... Oh, okay. Okay. I think I, you're right. I, no, you're right. Yeah. I didn't do that. Good pickup. I was a little surprised that why would you not want to use the timeout? You're getting run out of the Yeah, gym. and I said the same thing. I've never oh, saw a college he, coach do that. And the white coach was a little surprised. You know, he was yeah. at the table. Yeah. He must have already talked to them and just wanted to stop the game. I know, but talk to your team? I don't know. I mean, it seems like a waste, right? We don't get involved. Yeah. yeah. You, you see that in youth sports. <laughs> you know, you don't see it in the college level. So I managed to go 25 straight minutes in an NCAA game without calling a foul. And then, of course, they all just start coming. That's the way it always works. Um, so the tech was for him screaming, blow, blow the whistle. So simple. I think that's one of the absolutes that is automatic technical. Like when a coach F-bombs you, like yells out, you're horrible. I think blow the whistle is, is in that company. Was oh, automatic. Handled it. So the other team had the ball, oh. finished the play at the other basket, and then... You know, I've never done that before, and I've always gotten mad. That, that's a play that, that drives us nuts when we call a tech, and then we look at, at the play, and the, the other team's about to score. Or has a ball. We're going to wait for them to score it, okay. then give a tech. So I was pretty happy with that. That was very good. Yeah. You just got to take, take a deep breath for a second and, and just look at where the play is. Um, so then he comes over at the timeout. He was real calm in the beginning. He was like, I just want you to know that tech was a joke. I said, okay, I'll listen. What do you have? You know, the kid got fouled. You didn't call it. You got to call that. I said, me and my partner just talked about it. We said we probably could have had a non-shooting foul on the play. So that's that's our bad, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and what? then he goes, what do you say? He goes, you're insecure. He goes, I knew you, he goes, I knew you were insecure. Oh, oh, okay, to rewind, he goes, you know, if... <clears throat> You were table. You were table side. You could have just ran up the court, not do anything. But you're insecure, and I knew it. That's yeah. Very nice. So what do I do there? Is that an am I going to eject him for that? I mean, it's a no, personal yeah, comment. I'm not. And so he's he's baiting you at that point. He wants to try and test you out, feel you out. Yeah. But I, I feel talking about the play um, that was right before that subsequent tech. I feel like we had similar plays throughout the game where we had no whistles, so we were consistent. And as you said, we, the only whistle we could have had was a non-shooting. Yeah. He played through the contact, and he went, managed to get a shot off. Mm -hmm. It did get blocked, which yeah. didn't help the situation, but 
He managed to get a, a wide open shot off. Look, let's let's call it a, ink, a missed call. Okay, okay. Right. That's, that, we got to we got to live with that. But the coach is still responsible for his I just can't his behavior, and you know you, you he can't. follows up with that late yeah. much later in the game too. Yeah, yeah. So he's the insecure one because he's calling me insecure, and he's still thinking about it. You know, he hadn't moved on yet. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good job. So. Um, You know, it's tough, though. If, if we know we missed a call, I think it's important for us to give the coach a little bit more rope than maybe we would normally. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. We, we're going to naturally give them a little bit more. just, you know, to, to think about. Yeah. However, there are absolutes, you know. So in this case, if he would have just yelled, come on, then I'm not giving him a time. Yeah. Cause especially because he did not say one word to me the whole game. But I... The, another reason why I was quick to give a tech is because of how he spoke to John right. on that play we had on the rebound where the, the kid oh, got hit in the, the face. Game. Yeah, kid got hit in the face. You go up to him, and what'd you say? What did he say to you? So he said that uh, the kid got punched in the face. Punched in the face. That's why I'm stopping him right there and saying, right. Coach, that didn't happen. I'm not that bad where I'm going to miss somebody getting punched, punched in the, punch the face. In the Come face. on. And he said it three times, both before the possession. Three and times. And after the possession, and my response was, if anything, I had a foul that his team happened to be blue. I had a foul on him, initiating the contact. Uh, possibly could have had a you know, cylinder, and his, his response was, uh, don't talk to me, keep it moving. Don't talk to me. Yes. Yeah. Coach, you called me over. Right. Uh, and that I really didn't entertain anything mm -hmm. from him for the rest of the game. Yeah. What was he saying to you just now at the end? I had nothing. If he was talking to me, I didn't Oh, he didn't say anything? No. I, I saw him say something. I thought you acknowledged him. No. All right, good. Oh, actually, wait, wait. Sorry. You are correct. It was about a minute left after I made a basket, and he said, uh, don't let um, you know, the home team laugh in my player's face. That's a, uh, what did we say? That's a joke? That's his phrase. He likes yes. to say that's a joke. So um, I didn't see it, what he was, whatever he was talking about. I told him I wasn't aware, but I would keep, a, keep an eye yeah. for it. And we're not really going to warn a player for laughing. No. If it's in, if it's close enough, we're just. He's in his face, then you. He's in his face, taunting, and we handle it. So Joe just had a great response for the coach. Tell tell me about so, your interaction. So after the technical foul. This is straight I, out the crown book. Yes, I'm I'm uh, right in front of his bench, and he tells me, "Your partners are a joke." Uh, uh, <laughs> That's his phrase. Your partners are a joke. a joke to him. They're a joke. He said, "I would have preferred if you just showed up by yourself." Oh my God! So I said, "Well, thank you for the compliment, Coach." I said, "However, I wouldn't tell you your assistant is a joke." Ooh. So please don't talk about my partners wow. that way. But I just thought so. All this stems That's... from one no call. Right. All, all of this because there well, wasn't anything else that, as far as I'm aware, of, that we had that he was upset about. So let's put ourselves in his shoes for a minute. Tough season. Probably has many games like he had today. It's now February, so now he's been through a lot of this. So he's probably frustrated, and that's coming out. So he's going to deflect some of that on us, you know, and right or wrong. Everything on one plate. Was there anything else that I missed that we... He wanted, later in the game, he wanted you to call a blocking foul. Maybe the player was in the restricted area. I don't know. I didn't have a look at it. But he just, under his breath, said, that's a block. 
You know, he wasn't rude about it or anything. I mean, um, besides a couple home runs that he hit, he didn't have many plate appearances with us. You know, like three or four interactions, that was it. And it's not like he was complaining throughout the game. He wasn't. He really wasn't. Um, but when he spoke, he was being, he said stuff disrespectful. I love the way you approached him there and you complimented him because he gave you a compliment, right? right? I mean, it's a backhanded compliment, yeah. but he's trying to make you feel good. Thank right. you, Thank coach. You, I coach. appreciate that. However, and then what is he going to say when you come back with that? He can't. There's nothing he could say. He can't. It's a response that you cannot come back from. And what does he want me to say? Oh, yeah, they're having a tough game. Exactly. Right? Like, come on. You know? It's, it's, I just called an RA block last, very late in the game. Any eyes on that? I, was, I, I didn't know you, you called lead. an RA block. You were lead. I think you were lead. I didn't know you had an RA block. I think oh. you just had a block. Just had a block. Oh, the, like the very last yeah, play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You called an RA block? Yeah. I thought it was just a block. <laughs> okay. Was he not even close to the <laughs> arc? No. Okay. Not even close. But it was, was it a block? I would have had a block. Okay, you would have nothing. I would have had a charge. You were going to charge there. Yeah. Okay. And I also, we had a double whistle. Um, it was at that same basket. It was a drive, and the player, I was going offensive. You went defensive. Yeah, yeah, no. That, at that point, you it probably was offensive. Okay. Just to see where I was at. I just had that in, I know. you know, interaction with him. I know. And right or wrong, look, I shouldn't be thinking about, about the coach and what he just said to me, but I'm standing right in front of him. We have contact. His team's down 25. Yeah. Yep. So you, 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 you took on white one. That one. On white, on white one? Yeah. yeah. I believe that was the one, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, that was probably off. It looked like did blue you look over his shoulder. Number 12. Was, was the defender legal? He looked legal to Okay. Me. I mean, it was definitely displacement by the yes. offense. So. Yes. I remember that play. Because I was, I was opposite, and I, I posted, and you came in. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not going to hit on the call, and I understand yeah. the situation. I don't like to really do that too much, you know. Like, we are humans. Yeah. On that same play, though, we had a little bit of a mess in the post. A few players closer to the baseline as I was rotating over. I actually vocalized, you know, clean it up, knock it off. And then I was going to come up with just, I, I was trying to single out who was the offender instead of just going double because I, I couldn't differentiate between the two. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you had the defensive foul on yeah. you know, white one, which I thought was kind of like a management situation. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't hate it. No. I, I thought it was pretty. And I also thought that you have a different look at it, yeah. so maybe you saw something different than I did. You know what I mean? I think that was with less than a minute too, right? No. 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 Yeah, it was a little bit more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me about the play we had. You were C, I was lead, fast break. You called foul, what'd you have? Uh, he, I, I think you might have been straight line. He clearly hit him on the arm. Arm first, no. Uh, right, he actually didn't get the ball. He didn't hit the ball at all? No. Oh, no. My, my angle, I, I saw a ball. Okay, well, if he did get the ball. Arm first. It was arm first. Right. Um. So ball before body, no foul, body before ball foul. Right, so... It was actually, it was a pretty uh, quick fast break. Yeah, it was quick. And I wasn't sure if, based on your position, if you had saw through the play, uh -huh. because it was definitely on the inside. If you yeah, remember, it was the defender on the was on the inside, and he was putting a play on the ball, but he clearly got him on right. the elbow, and when it beamed off the backboard, um, I think Coach might have had, you know, the view looking down at the play, 
because he was pretty excited about that as well. Oh, so I was going to say, if you didn't have a whistle on that play, I would have had to peel the home coach off the ceiling. Yeah. So you came in with a whistle, because I, I was right in front of his bench. And I heard him say I turned right to him. I said, don't worry. We got it. And I heard him I said, say, breathe. I thought they were waiting to see if it went in. He did say that, and I, which I didn't think was actually the case. No. I, would, I was waiting to see if you picked it up, because like I said, it was kind of right in front of you, but noticing that it was on the inside, yeah. and it was a closed look. I just so to see what, what bothered me, so I turned to him and I said, relax, we got it, you know, come, and I said, breathe, and he, then he smiled, he was fine, you know, and he said what you, what you heard, he's like, oh, I thought he was waiting to see if it went in, and, you know, I didn't respond to that, you know, um, then... The visiting coach said the same thing. He now used that. Oh, what are you waiting to see if it goes I, in? I did hear that. You know? I didn't respond to that either. Nope. You know? I didn't think that was the case. And look, sometimes we do that. Sometimes we let the play finish. And if there's some contact, but he finishes, can we pass on it? We, we have to make decisions out there. I just watched the film. This is a great pickup here by the C. And this goes to the point that proximity isn't always primary. Let me paint a picture for you. So on this play, it's a fast break situation. Uh, we have one defender, one offensive player. The lead is pretty much running parallel to the play until we get to the baseline where the lead's view is the entire defender's back plus some of the offensive player, the head, the feet, the ball, but does not have an open look on the center of the offensive player's body's chest his arms, so the, the play begins to open up to the middle of the paint where the C there then has that open look to see the point of contact. The lead is closed off on seeing any of the point of contact. Okay, so this is an example where lead is the closest proximity, but the C has the best primary look to see the foul. And the lead, uh, excuse me, the C did a great job giving lead the first crack and then coming with the cadence whistle. You know, there's constantly decisions being made. And sometimes we decide, yeah, there was contact, but he finished it. Let's play on. And other times we're like, all right, let's see if he finishes it. No? Okay. Foul. And then there's times where foul, finish, I don't care. That's a foul. We're taking it. So in this particular game, I know uh, that number one foul does a lot of plays. Going to the basket that are fairly open, he tries to dive underneath the player and steal the ball or affect the ball mm -hmm. before the shooter is airborne. A lot of times what happens, there's marginal contact before the player takes off. Mm -hmm. And because the defense has already added the play, he has a wide open layup. But that contact very well could have affected his shooting rhythm. So we're going to wait to see exactly what happens because the blow it dead immediately, I feel, would be, you know, the incorrect thing to do in that situation. You know, I had to blow it dead immediately, I think, which was incorrect today. And, I, you know, and again, I think it was because we had given the visiting team a coach, you know, the coach a tech. So now I'm on alert. I don't want to miss anything for him. Mm -hmm. So I have the defender kind of riding the dribbler. And I'm like, all right, this is a foul. So I took it. He mm -hmm. kicks it out for a three and it goes in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, bite that whistle just a little bit, but... Maybe. Maybe, right. Maybe. So he misses the three, then what? That's the thing. Again, it always comes down to decisions. Right. We have to make decisions. So I have a question. Uh, so the technical foul after the, the basket, honestly... Dead ball, technical foul, tell me about it. Right, so Blue did nothing wrong. He was trying to... Dead ball uh, contact, technical foul. Yes, dead ball contact. So Blue was loading up, trying to... 
possibly rebound the ball, put a play on the ball after it would come off. But the ball happened to go in. So he drifts, he, he had jumped, he drifts through the basket and drifts into White, who was stationary on the floor. The contact wasn't ugly, it was incidental in my opinion. Yeah. White 35 was not expecting the contact and thought that Blue had intentionally ran into him, at which point he turns around and just shoves him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the ball is kicked around the floor, contact. Good call. I, had, I was in the trail and I had eyes on it. And if you didn't blow it, I was going to come in and get it. Yeah, the same thing with Blue drifting through the air. When it first happened, I'm like, okay, we could have a double. And then when you gave it to White, I said, you know what? That's correct. You know, it, the, the easy way out is to go double. But I don't think Blue really did anything wrong. No, he, he literally was just trying to load up and try and put a play on the ball if it was going to come off the rim. And then, uh, furthermore, so I give the tee to White, and White's looking at it because he, he's... Excited and blue goes to him. Listen, my bad if I ran into you. Yes, that's did. nice. Yes, we like hearing that. But it just furthers the point that there wasn't any you know, yeah, malice, yeah, yeah. malice yeah. with that sort of sure. uh, that play. But and you know what? From a game standpoint, it's perfect because White's up big. White is up big. Yeah. We're not changing the game, you know, and we're cleaning up something that has to be cleaned up. That is business that has to be taken care of. And you did. And that's why, you know, we speak about it in the pregame. If we have a, a technical foul dead ball, let's send them away to their bench immediately. And it's important to do it immediately because any extra drama is going to happen in that first five right. seconds. Right. So as soon as you go tech, I'm going the other two officials. Go to your bench. Go to your bench. Mm-hmm. Make them go. Yep. So I have another question about technical fouls and unsporting stuff. So. Uh, we had a couple of players kind of join, not necessarily at each other, just there was little stuff going on, especially as the game came to a close, given the score. But uh, White 1 had a situation. Remember, I stopped you from in on the ball after May basket, and I went and talked to White 1. Whatever that, that previous play was, Blue, I think, missed a wide-open layup or something, and I think the ball went out of bounds. Um, White 1 turns to the bench, he's like, sub him out, sub him out. Mm-hmm. He said that to the visiting bench? He said that to the visiting bench. Oh, boy. It was far enough away where, I mean, what we're talking about, at least 20, 25 feet from the bench. It's not like he's going right up to them mm-hmm. and, and provoking some Did sort he of response. It? He didn't yell loud enough for anybody except for me and possibly someone on the, the visiting bench to hear. Indoor voice or recess voice? Indoor voice. <laughs> enough to provoke a response that, that wasn't given. Okay. And nobody from the bench said anything. I don't even know yeah. if they heard him, but I heard him. So in that particular situation, I'm like, I'm going to have to sell the hell out of this in order to give him a technical foul. Because nobody knows yeah, what he said. Yeah, you're just going to tell so him. So I just stop. go and told him. I said, that's the last time we're going to address the visiting bench. He said, what are you talking about? I was like, enough. He's all right. My bad. My bad. Was he a captain or no? Uh, no, he was uh, not. No, he's not. In the captain's meeting, we told you, white talks to white, blue talks to blue. Right. Don't, don't talk to the bench again. You say that every game and do they ever listen? No. No. But I feel in that in that particular situation, it's um, depending on the reaction from the blue. Yeah, blue yeah. I, look, if a kid on blue says something unsporting, you can go double tech there. Right, because no? if he says something egregious, you can't ignore that. No. You know, Ref, he started it. Okay, then, you finished it. So then let me ask you this. So we already have a class A tech on the coach in the first half. He says something to the bench. The bench says something back to him. We have a class A to whoever's on the bench, and then now it's class B to the coach. So the coach is still in, in, in the game. Class still, B to the coach, you said? Indirect. Is it oh, okay. Indirect. Yeah, yeah. 
But what I'm saying, so with that, for going back, he is now provoking a response. The response, thankfully, was not given. But is that fair to not penalize, you know, penalize that? Because he's, he's technically baiting. Yeah, but he didn't, he said what, sub him out. I mean, we could, it's we could, stupid. We could survive that. Unless Blue has a response. He didn't say sub his ass out, right? I know, I just, it, it's stupidity. Yes, it is, it is. Okay. But you address it. It's something you got to address. It comes down to making a decision. And you felt in that moment, this yeah. is the best way to handle it. And it worked out, you know? Thankfully, Thankfully right? And home team still likes to stand up. Plus, sub them out is, a little, is somewhat playful. You're not supposed to talk to them. I, don't care I know, I, I know. Supposed, but you're it's... not supposed to say hello. I mean, just keep it moving, as I was told earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> it's unbelievable. He, he calls you over and then tells you, don't talk to me. Yeah, he didn't really call me over, but he was in my ear enough to let me know that he wanted to discuss it, or so it seemed. And then I at least acknowledge it, and that's the response. So that was the first and last time we spoke to the rest of the game. So what are you guys going to say in my position after I give a tee, and then he walks over a couple plays later and calls me insecure twice? I give you a lot of credit for actually entertaining the conversation as long as you did. I mean, as soon as you saw it wasn't anything positive and it was going in the direction, I probably would have just ended it right there. What's he going to say? Yeah... I thought you were giving me a message, um, a subliminal message, as in, like, this guy's going to get tossed. I kind of did. Yeah. Just like, I, know, I said, Joe, that's enough for yeah. you. And I, I took that as pretty much if he says something, I'm going <coughs> to send him on his way. Like, yeah. So, and I don't mind receiving that message, but I think it's important that he also received that message. Mm -hmm. you, know I, I mean? I, I, you went like this. Towards the end of your conversation, I thought it was going well. I was like, "Oh, we're on a speaking." Well, because he was calm, he came off calm, and I, I, I opened up an ear. Coach, mm -hmm. I'll listen to you. Yeah, talk. But then he walks away when I want to talk and just spits yes. out, "You're insecure." So I just stared at him for an extra two seconds, gave him the hand. You know, so you stuff. could always hit him. Well, I would agree with you, coach, but then we'd both be wrong. <laughs> or I should have just said, "You're right, coach. I am insecure. I'm working on it." There you go. I'm reading self-development books. You know? I could have... <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking as the game progressed that as much as we could keep you away from him, it would just be better off. Keep me away from him? Yeah. Uh, as the game progressed after that? After oh, that. Okay. I you thought know? you had uh, intel before. Like, no, like... no, no. After that. Just preventative. Sure, sure. You know? Just preventative stuff. But I think there is a line, we'll call it a line in the sand, that once... Once you get to a certain point with a coach, any further dialogue is probably not going to be good for the game. So yeah. we just steer clear. Yeah. If, he, if he wants to make an obvious scene where we're just going to have to handle it, give him another tech and eject him, well, fine. But I feel like those, those little conversations, I mean, after being as disrespectful, it was what, the third or fourth play in the game when it he said It was early when he said that. So from there forward... It was the first interaction between coach right. and official. Right. And if you're going to start off on that foot, from there forward, I just felt anything else, I am not talking to this guy unless yeah. it's it's something that I can respect. I'm just not going to acknowledge him. I'm going to wreck my game. It's like I'm going to avoid him, but we're just not going to speak. But I feel like it's a little bit of a, uh, it's a, it's a game. It's trying to test you to see how far they can, you know, push you and affect you in certain ways. You know, dating back to last last game, I kind of warned him from across the court pretty much because he, he, he like screamed at me from across the court. And I, uh, I don't like to talk to a coach across the court, but I just had to say something at the point. At this point, yeah. I just put, gave a hand up. I said, "Coach, 
I'll be over to you next time out. Please don't scream at me from across the court. And he just looks at me and he goes, are you serious? And I just look back at him and I say, yes. What's wrong with this guy? He's a very, I say yes. He's a very unique personality. I don't think there's any other coach that really come across that is consistently annoyed the yeah. entire game. Like some coaches, they'll question stuff. Yeah. But at a certain point, they have positive things to say too. This guy was just negative. It's got to be hard when you're on the losing end every single night. It's got to be tough. Well, not it doesn't excuse his behavior, but I'm just trying to understand where it's coming from. There's another coach who's very local. Who also loses a lot of games. Okay. And act that way. Okay, that's See, fair. This is why I don't look at standings. I don't want to know anything. I don't care how your season's going, to be honest with you. I just care about this game. They don't care how our season. No. Like I, yeah, I know. I know you need. You should know as much information as possible, right? But there, at, at some point, it becomes too much information that might affect who's, your decision making. Player who's you know going where? I, I agree. Yeah. You're going to give him a little sympathy for having a bad season? No. You know something? In my college season when I played, we were terrible. And they give you sympathy? No. no. Not that you're aware of? I quit the team. <laughs> <laughs> Only team I ever quit. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. But that's a different story. Well, nice job, fellas. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Pleasure. You guys did a great job.